0: beautiful people. Happy Thursday. I'm Babs Rolls. So, I mean, this is Love Babs, Love Talk. Woo! I hope you all are well. It's almost the end of the week. And my eyes look a little blurry because we were up late last night as sometimes we are hanging out on the porch having deep, deep, deep conversations. I'll tell you, it's a joy to have conversations with people and not argue. I mean, have serious conversation. It's great. With various viewpoints. Had a good time last night. Yesterday was the uh, Arts Council annual meeting. It was good. I love this space at the uh, Senior Center over there at the Dixwell Q House. That Senior Center is nice. They got a wonderful deck that wraps around the side of the building. Right? Like, I guess, uh, not a deck, uh, a terrace. A terrace that wraps around. It feels like you're in New York. You know, has one of these wide terraces that wraps all the way around to the back, and it has a pergola in the back, so you could kind of sit out there with a little bit of shade in the heat of the day. Oh my God, I'm already scheming about what the hell to do in that space, and and I should join the senior center. <laughs> he may join. I should join. I'm 59. I think 55 is the beginning of of of, of joining. So I should I should just join. I am not going on any bus trips, though. I, I don't like, as a rule, I don't like bus trips. I don't know why I don't like them. I just, being on a bus with all kinds of people just gives me the willy-woos. And even if there's people I know, I don't know if I want to be on the. bus. I just, you know what? It's too many people in one vehicle. Now, I don't feel that way about airplanes, oddly enough. So this is just my own freakiness, right? Everybody's got their own freakiness minds is I just don't like bus trips. <laughs> so, so, so I'm not going on a bus trip. <laughs> now I'll ride the bus. I'll ride the city bus, which is another odd thing, but I, I won't take a bus trip. I don't know. Call me crazy. But anyway, uh, it was well attended. A nice turnout last night. Thank you to all who came to the Arts Council's annual meeting, we've got um, four new board members, which is really, 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 really nice. You know, uh, and uh, and having people uh, come is a good testament to, you know, how people care about the Arts Council. And I, I tell you, I, I, I care deeply about arts in the community. And I try to do my part to sort of facilitate... Whatever I have to do to get people into the theater, into the music venues, into the symphony, all the things, all the things, you know, all the things. So I just try to just try to be mindful of of making sure that people understand there's things to do. Like, you know, I I know I, I know it's tempting and seductive to just go home Netflix and chill on a Friday night or a Saturday night after you worked all week or during the middle of the week, you know, uh, uh, something is happening and you can't, you know, sometimes you have to get a sitter. I get it. I get it. But I think, you know, these these arts organizations, these art, these performance spaces, you know, they have schedules in advance. So you could plan to, to attend something. You could make a plan to attend. That's all I want people to do is consider going to the Schubert Going to Long Wharf Theater, going to the Symphony, going to Collective Consciousness, going to the reges- regicides, you know, uh, improv, going to all the things that are being offered, you know, even if it's out of your comfort zone, you know, the Symphony is is it, it might be out of some people's comfort zone, but you don't know until you actually go. You just think highbrow stuffy, and and it can be that if if that's your if that if you make that your your experience but if you go with an open heart open mind and open ears you're going to hear music that will move you and you'll be like i should have been coming along (laughs) but go see a play that that will cause you to think about things differently or cause you to just shift your belief systems a little bit or just cause you to be entertained in ways that you had no idea you would be entertained that's the point that I'm making. You know. And and then there's Yale, there's Yale rep. There's Yale drama. There's Yale Cabaret. Uh, there's all kinds of things to do in this city. So j- let's do them. Let's all do our part and do them. Go and support these artists. You know, because we listen, I don't know about y'all. I raised four children. They all had music and theater instruction and all of that. And and it's not their careers, and maybe it might be one of one of them might eventually Find her way back to performance stuff but you know when these when you see actors and stuff on these stages musicians these are these were once little kids who were dreaming about how to make this a career how to make a living doing what they love to do so so put that on your mind that you know when you see artists out there doing their thing they once were little kids um, being taught and, 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 and having to show up for rehearsals and practices and learn these things. And now they are grownups who have made it, made it their passion to do this work. So just, you know, keep that in mind when you go go to stuff, you know, I, I, listen, no one loves Netflix and chilled more than I do, but get out there and see stuff. Don't just sit up in your house, you know, just sitting up in your house, doing nothing, you know, or watching 20 30 hours of back to back television. You know, get out there and see a show. You know, see a show. Go see go see somebody perform something. That's all. That's, a, that's all I'm asking. You <laughs> know, you don't, don't got to run these art streets the way I do. <laughs> i am not suggesting anybody do that. That's just my own thing because I love I love performance. I love live music. I love theatrical performances. You know, I love all those things. And so I, so I go because I, I enjoy them. I really do genuinely, genuinely enjoy them. And, uh, and, I, and I know there's nothing like seeing a good play. There's nothing like hearing a good band or a good piece of symphony. Or, you know, it's just all these things that are out there that you can, you can take, take advantage of. So that's my Arts Council uh, spiel for the day. I must say. Uh, I got Reverend Marcella Hughes coming on at 1015. It is Black Prosperity Month. I mean, uh, Black Phil- Philanthropy Month. I am a philanthropist. <laughs> I can add that to my resume. I am a philanthropist. I have a fund that I created for women coming out of prison. And, uh, and it is raised... I think I'm up to about $11,000. I think that's at last look. And uh, and then shortly, uh, when I come back from vacation, uh, I'm going to start giving some of it away. But it's endowed. So I I rather like that. So I am a philanthropist. And uh, so Reverend Orsella Hughes is going to come on to talk about how you too can set up a fund. In, in memory of a loved one in honor of something or or in cause that you feel deeply about so I'm excited to talk to her during um, Black Philanthropy Month and you know Black people are the most giving people on the planet And in America we are the number one um, uh, uh, givers of, of charitable givers anywhere so that means we out give Bill Gates and and Linda Gates, we out give we out give them. So that's just one of them. There's a whole bunch of us. <laughs> just what? Just a whole bunch of us. But we managed to do it. We managed to keep institutions going. We managed to keep HBCUs up. We managed to keep our churches up across the denominations, across the denominations. Oh, now Jonathan, I remember what it is. Um, denominations for art or something like that. Uh art art across the denominations. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, I had to tell her art across the denomination. Let me write that down. Because we were trying to figure out we had came up with a name for our little group. I couldn't remember. I think we said interdenomination. <laughs> It's a, I knew if I talk about it enough, it would slip back into my consciousness. Uh, so, yeah. So we, we are going to try to get church folks to come to stuff, you know. Not to say that they don't come to stuff, but to, but to get churches more involved in the arts. Uh, because at my former church, my last church that I was in, part of the mission statement was where art and intellect meet. And I, I feel very strongly about that. And uh, uh, I want to extend uh, my belief system into the arts community. And I have. And my church was all about that. You know, we did, when we would do Lent, it would be in artistic ways. And I just loved it. It set me upon a path of thinking about myself as an artist in ways that I've never done in my life. Um, and so it's, it has stayed with me. And uh, and I and I feel the call to arts the same way I feel the call to 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 Christ and the same way I feel the call to to uh, church. Now I don't have a church home right now. I'm waiting for one to land on me. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be true or what. But anyway, so that's that's the thing we're going to work uh, together, Jonathan and I, after we after I come back from vacation. I'm back in the vineyard next week, baby. Ugh, oh, I'm so delighted. I could already see myself walking to the beach with my book. I see it so clearly <laughs> with a picnic basket of goodies for lunch. I'm going to eat on the beach. I'm going to sit there on the beach and I'm going to enjoy the day. I'm going to have on my hat and bring my big thing, a jug of ice water. And it's going to be a lovely day that's what I, that's, that's my day, I don't, there's no other day, there's no other thing to have, I may walk down to, uh, of course, I walk into town a little bit, into the village a little bit, down Circuit Avenue a little bit, Uh, I'll walk in, because there's a, uh, the last time I was on the vineyard, not this, this, the, the last time I was here was last weekend, but Last time I was there, there was a new museum opening, and I it wasn't open; it was still in it being built. But it's open now, and I like to go in and, and see the artwork. I've got to get down to uh, cousin Rose's gallery, of course. And do that. So you know, there's some things that I want to do. Um, and and the least of them, the least of it is shopping. I just want to I just want to relax and go to the beach and walk around and maybe make my way to the VFW for. Dinner or something, you know, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we'll see. We shall see. We shall see how we make all this happen and how we make it all come together. Uh, uh, but it's Thursday. So, let me let me tell you, hey, Paul, did you know uh, there's an event tonight called um, Vegan Brews and Barbecue? vegan brews and barbecue it's today from 5 to 8 it's uh no worries brewing company and they're doing this uh listen they they th- this is the first time they're coming to new haven so they're coming to new haven although i didn't hear too much about it but i, I think i saw it on the on the website but they there's a there's they're bringing what they're saying is we're excited to bring our special brand of soul food for the first time to new haven And uh, they have a loaded menu featuring southern staples and sandwich specials. Menu highlights include fried chicken, barbecue, mac and cheese, jambalaya, Cajun corn, beer cheese battered beyond burgers, and tachos. Woo, baby! I eat myself into a real mess of a coma. So, yeah, so that's today from five to Five to eight. I, and I think I know where they are. I gotta I gotta go look now. Uh I think it's gonna it handed. It's on, it's on Facebook, vegan vegan brews. Oh, they changed it to five to nine. So it's gonna be a hand in. Uh at the No Worries Brewing Company, 20, 2520 State street in handed. I think I know where that is. Anyway. I'm going to go and because I just, I want it. I just want it. And uh, let's see. I don't know if it costs anything. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going. Do you hear me? I'm going. So a uh, bunch of people are going. So you, anyone on or off? So I guess you just go and you buy your food or whatever, get you a beer yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm going to get there early because I don't want to be in nobody's line. Oh, so it's 15. Wait, what is it? What is it? Oh, no, they're doing this all over the place. So there's there's a lot of places that they're doing it. I'm excited. So 2520 State Street, there's par- street parking, and parking lot, chill vibes, great beers, definitely here for the good times. <laughs> Living the hammock life, so I'm yeah. Come on through, I'll, I'll be there. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be right there, and uh, it's on State Street. I just point my car that way, and so I want to. I want they got Cajun tots topped with house nacho cheese sauce. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, all the things, giant stuffed vegan cookies. I, I would be crazy. And then uh so yeah, just go. Do it all. I'm I'm gonna be right there. That looks yummy. So oh they're looking for extra people to uh to work too. They pay fifteen bucks an hour. So if you if you know anybody who needs a little job.
1: Uh so yeah.
0: I'm reading it from, I have it on my calendar. It's on the Facebook page. It's, uh, I don't know how you get there. Vegan Brews and Barbecue. So B-R-E-W-S-N-B-B-E-Q. So it's on my calendar. I'm going. They better be there. (laughs) They they better be there. I'm going to sit right out there. I think it's called No Worries Brewery. So uh yeah, so just check them out. Yeah, they 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 got it. Her, uh, uh Paul, go to No Worries Brewing Company um on Facebook, and they said this Thursday, um Southern Fry Vegan is in the house. They open at three and they'll be rocking after four. So and then they got trivia at seven and they got draft beer. I'm going to skip trivia. I'm good at trivia. That's why I don't like to play. Because I'll be winning and I don't want to keep winning. Oh my gosh, this stuff looks good. Woo-wee! I can't wait. I cannot wait. So I'm going. So yeah, so people, I hope you go. Because I will be there with bells. I will be there. And I'm not going to stay all night either. I'm just going to go for a little bit. Eat, 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 drink, drink, drink. Get on the road, get on the road, get on the road. And, you know, they do other stuff too. So other days they have like, you know, porky kinds of things. So it's not always vegan. This is just a stop on the vegan tour. So I want people to know that. It's not a vegan beer hall. They're just doing it. So, yeah, so, Paul, do the vegan Vegan brews and barbecue search and it comes right up today, five to nine. No worries, brewing can't company hand in. So I don't know. You might want to just go and cover it. <laughs> and get you some get you some good vegan barbecue and, and 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 a beer or whatever it is you drink. And don't worry, I'll get you home. You know, if you want to go, I got you. I got you, I got you. I roll with you, so uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'll I'll tag you in it if you can't still can't find it because uh, I'm definitely going, definitely. So yeah, and I gotta go get a manicure at twelve fifteen because I'm going to the vineyard. Like I gotta have my nails done. I'm doing that, and then I'm gro- grocery shopping on Sunday, and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on it's too many things. Oh, you found it. Yay! Hooray. That's good. Again, I've watched very little news. I've been following this whole I, I want somebody to just call me when they indict Trump. Just call me when that happens. When they perp walk him. You let me know. Otherwise I don't want to hear anything else about it until they perp walk him. Yes, we still are for pundits. You must have you must have missed that part when I said that. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Pundits is 12.15. I gotta go get my nails done. I don't know why I thought Pundits was at 11. Uh, Sammy's gonna kill me. I can't. I don't think I can make it to Pundits today. <laughs> I know. I got it. I got 12.15 <laughs> Oh God! How did I do that? I don't know why. I don't know why I thought pundits was at eleven. That's how I made this. I, you know, I made this uh, appointment a long time ago. So uh, I might have to skip your pundits, Paul BC, because uh, my my my
1: uh, uh, my appointment is uh uh at 12.15. Yeah, I think you
0: might have to. I'm sorry. Oh, I know this is awful. Awful, awful, awful. Awful, awful. Yeah. Yes! I'm sorry. You know, when I made this, uh when I made this, because appo- I make the appointment a month in advance and uh Yeah. I had to switch it, so that's uh, my fault.
2: Can like, can I, I just identify as Babs?
0: <laughs> Hi, Harry. No, you cannot. No, no one is going to buy that. <laughs>
2: what do you mean, buy it? This is yeah. something that if they don't just accept it,
0: no, they're not. No one's going to accept it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> Karen is not going to accept it. <laughs> hey, Harry Jules, what's happening?
2: What's up, Babs?
0: Listen, it's it's Thursday.
2: Is Thurs are you in vacation mode yet?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm I kind of am. I came back to work work and I'm working, but I know that vacation is like right around the corner, so I'm like, you know,
2: I got to tell and, you, I'm I'm you're going on vacation and I'm in vacation mode cuz I'm like she's off next week, right? So I don't have to be on the radio, and I just started early.
0: Oh, I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm like, you
3: yeah.
0: well, you don't have a show, so
2: right. So. You
0: don't have to be on anybody's show. I, I just want to not talk for a week. That's all I want to wow, do. I look like, thinner. Yeah, you do. I just want to like not looking talk good,
2: for a Mr. Carter.
0: Yeah, you are. You looking good, Mr. Carter. <laughs> <Katta. laughs>
2: For, for anybody who knows the reference,
0: I, mean. I know the reference. I know, Mr. <laughs> <It's the> Carter. <laughs> <laughs> I know the reference very well. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. I know that song. It's so it's amazing how many of the songs you know, Harry. Like the jingles and all the like. To all be Patty, special sauce, literature. Well, that's our that's our generation.
2: So it's like, yeah. We're gonna know all of that.
0: So I don't understand why they can't teach reading if they can do- <laughs> I don't understand it.
2: Well, you know, I you know, I was so hooked on phonics that you know, <laughs> I that I needed rehab after learning so much words. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was, but was, you know, we were
0: do they teach know. vowels and consonants? Do kids know. know what oh,
2: vowels you know, and consonants are? You know, I, I bet if you ask a kid what's a vowel these days. A E I O U
0: and sometimes why. why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know you I would I would bet because I've been seeing a lot of kids online who don't know much, um and 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 bragging about not knowing much. uh I was telling Karen, I'm just, I don't know. It's like we're in bizarre world. It's like we somehow COVID, so, somehow COVID just moved us a li- like, 15, no, not even. Cause if, if you say 30 years back, that means they'd be in our era <laughs> and, and, and uh, we learned how to read I don't, I don't So
3: know.
2: I, don't I don't know, what know what's is. happening. I don't know what's happening. I'm just I don't so either. if I'm a parent
0: i would I would uh
2: lose my mind
0: I would uh just teach the way that I was taught and, and you know
2: but I would lose my mind because my kids were both readers, so
0: all my kids were readers too, yeah, so, I don't so they would come home
2: and pick up a book. <laughs> you know i I don't know if that's happening these days
0: I don't know. I don't know what is happening. I really don't know. I'm baffled by this whole reading business. I
2: mean, yeah, me too.
0: We should not even be. This should not even be a conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get that. And and home. You know, I used to encourage my kids to read. Why? Well, you know, they grew up me reading stories to them. So, you know, so. So they knew that reading was good, right? Reading's fundamental,
1: <laughs>
2: right? So when I stopped reading stories to them, guess what they did? They started reading stories to themselves. They started reading yes. books. Yes,
0: that's usually how it works.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm I'm baffled by uh
2: I don't get I'm it. Just,
0: I'm baffled by it. I don't. If I'm a parent, I'd be pissed off. But I don't know. It's a new day, a different day. A little
2: yeah. challenging, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like right now, Bella loves books too. She she just consumes them like the like she's starving,
0: you know. I think the best um, thing you could do is start reading to your children right out the womb, so yeah. they hear the words. So they hear the words until they can, t- and teach them how to hold a book. I mean, they, these are developmental things that sort of get yeah. you onto the road of reading.
2: My yeah. my son was one year old and he used to run when he knew a, a episode was about to start of whatever he was seeing, whatever cartoon he was seeing. He got used to me reading the title okay. of the cartoon, so he knew exactly what the cartoon was about. And he would be like, Papa, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he, he knew his mind. And I'm like, what's going on? And I would look oh, and I would go read the car, the title for him. And, you know, so it's, I I don't get why parents (laughs) don't care more about their kids reading.
0: No, I don't know if they don't don't care. I don't know. I think, I think parents have a lot to contend with. Schools have a lot to contend with. I think parents want schools to be better. I think schools want parents to be better. Everybody wants everybody to be better and nobody's being better.
2: And Bella used to always be, Papa, what that says? Papa, what that says. Papa, what that says.
0: I mean, I should put closed caption on for my kids. You you have to make the kids
2: curious about what's going on around them. So if you're not involved in the process of reading with them, they won't be curious. That's the most important part, is actually making the kids curious to anything educational so that they. Actually, want to be involved in it? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I get it. I mean, I, there's a lot of parents right now who are, you know, thanking God for school starting soon. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, and I understand that.
2: So, I know that some parents choose not to be educators, but you're the number one educator in your child's life.
0: You are, and you cannot just leave it in the hands of teachers.
2: You know? Yeah. So, anyway, so, anyway, so this, we're gonna, from Connecticut, we're gonna be able to see the Northern Lights today, Bob.
0: Oh, really? What time? As soon as it gets uh-huh. dark? Where can we see them at?
2: It's the possibility. Of, oh. <laughs> okay, here, here it is. Here it is. So There's the possibility of you actually catching the Northern Lights, but you have to
0: climb a mountain.
2: Yeah, basically, you have to be in the right position, and oh, it's from Lord. 10 p.m. to 3 a.m.
0: Okay, I could, that's that's kind of doable. So, where where New Haven is the best possible chance to see
2: it? <laughs> where New Haven? I don't know.
0: That's that's what I want to know.
2: Yeah, but you know that has that has to be. I mean, we've all witnessed it, you know, watching video and stuff, but to actually. See that has to be amazing. It has
0: to be amazing. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah, right. I mean, I I'll go to Alaska to see it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I, I know you would.
0: I mean, I would go to Alaska.
2: I I wouldn't go to Alaska just to see that, but, but I, I no, you I would.
0: I would go to. I mean, there's other stuff to do, but yeah. Uh, but i yeah. would go to alaska to see the northern lights i've been wanting to do it uh, and, and if not alaska to uh some norwegian country right like uh where do where do people fly into um to see the northern lights i would go i'd go to uh to check them out if i could
2: yeah i mean you could go to alaska dodge polar bears while you're checking out the lights
0: uh, well i'm sure they got places where, they, where you they <laughs> I ain't
2: trying he to like, stay, Harry. He like, what What the hell? Babs got attacked by a polar bear? What the hell was she doing? Well, you know, she was checking out the lights. Yeah. But I would love to see that, too. I would love to see it. Come so, on. so Babs, did you stop um, shopping at Target? Target?
0: I know they're 90% t- <laughs> 90%? I was like what what is it's like two what? people in there?
2: <laughs> it's like no cuz you know a a big hit is like 10-15% off of the year before. But come on 90%? 90%? I'm like y'all
0: stop. I was like I think they're just trying to
2: joke You know people. I I heard today <laughs> I heard today a saying that I never heard. They said when times are good you shop at Target. When times are bad everybody shops at Walmart. Mm. So that's why Ugh. Walmart hasn't taken such a big hit because everybody who used to shop at Target can't afford the Target prices anymore, so they move over to Walmart. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I, you know, it makes sense.
0: No, I get it. Harry. I, I already talked about that. <laughs> yeah. when, I, when, I, when my money is tight and I have to do some things, I, 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 I make the decision. Do I want to put up with the foolishness at Walmart, or do I want the ease and a higher price at target? That's a real decision I make, depending on my mood. If I really, really am tight with money, I'm going to Walmart
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, the organic section is better at target um they got better they got they do have better food um but they don't have the selection, and <laughs> the prices are, yeah, a little yeah, high.
0: yes. So. But wa- But Walmart though their little, their market when you go to the super center Walmart with the grocery store in it, yeah, Harry, uh, you can't beat it. You just can't. It's, beat no, it.
2: it's it's good, it's good. Um, but even that they even Walmart has been falling short lately. Um, we went to the deli the other day, and they didn't have no meat there. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what <laughs> in the hell is going on? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on, but they I have no meat. I guess you know that's part of the the supply chain issue, right?
0: Oh my god, that is too funny. They have any meat.
2: They had, you know, to slice the deli part. Yeah. Um, so they have plenty of the package stuff. But no real Well, meat. you
0: really need to cut back on that processed meat, anyway.
2: Well, you know, I was getting the low sodium chicken breast. <laughs> no,
0: there's no such thing.
2: Which is uh zero points. Okay. On my
0: that's good diet. So that's good. That's all right.
2: But but um, but you know, it it is. I guess this. I mean, well, not I guess the struggle is real. Out the the prices are pretty hard. <laughs> That um,
0: means I might be able to go to Target and move through without any problems.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's
0: nobody in there.
2: <laughs> that's right.
0: I'll pay if for peace of mind, Harry. Might, you might be
2: treated like royalty. Guys, I know. You know uh, I'll
0: I'll pay I'll pay a little more for peace of mind.
2: Walmart is out, hectic. They might come out with a glass of wine and. Ninety percent. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hard times. That is.
0: That's drastic. I think that's I don't know. I just don't believe it. But I I don't know. I mean, if they I I see no reason why they would put that out there if it wasn't the truth.
2: Well, well, the thing you have to remember is and this is the game, right? This is the the game that they play is they're going 90% off of their highest point during COVID times. Remember, during the pandemic, their um sales skyrocketed. And now, since COVID is gone, of course, you're going to take a bigger hit mm-hmm. because people aren't doing that shopping anymore. Now people are to actually go out and go to Aldi's instead of going there or let's go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So it's different. So, of course, they were going to take a hit anyway. When everything goes back to normal, people aren't going to be shopping like that. But 90 percent, that's just amazing. That's amazing because a lot of a lot of um companies took a hit, you know, once everything went back to normal, and then especially the supply chain issues and all of that stuff. Um, okay. But I was looking.
1: So, oh, ahead.
0: you know what's coming to Netflix, Harry? <laughs> what the the Adams, the Wednesday Adams. You know, they got a whole series around Wednesday Adams,
2: the Adams family.
0: Yeah, with Katherine Zeta-Jones and uh, the Latino um, actor that we all know and love. Yeah, it's, I think it's called, I forgot what it's called.
2: Who's playing Wednesday? Called? Do you know?
0: I don't know, some little girl.
2: Oh, is he going to make it a little girl thing? Uh, I was hoping it would be adult Wednesday.
0: No, there's no adult Wednesday. There's,
2: of course, don't a, they grow she's, up?
0: She's a high school girl. She's a oh, high forget school.
2: It. Forget it, I can't.
0: I'm gonna watch because I, I, I love all these people.
2: Karen loves all that stuff. That's still the TV.
0: Harry, thing. you're gonna like it. I'm telling you. But anyway, the guy that's playing mm-hmm. Gomez, people. <laughs> let me just tell you the stupid the stupidness of people, Harry. So people said, "Why? Why do they have to? In the interest of being woke, why do they have to cast a Latino for Gomez?" What? Go,
1: Gomez, Gomez is a Latino. I know Gomez. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what?
0: People are online protesting, like you know, stop trying to make everything woke. Why is he? Why is he left? why you? Because the, the 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 actor they cast is Latino, but so was Raúl Julia.
2: <laughs> but you know, it's it, what's interesting is that people are just you know what. This is, this is part of the education problem. This is <laughs> part of the education problem. Because it was the same thing with um Lucy and Desi, right? That they yes. said, how could they cast that um Spanish guy to play Desi? I'm like, what? So like, you,
0: you knew he was Cuban, right?
2: <laughs> right so it's like,
0: <laughs> you know what's in Cuban? Cuba, <laughs> Cubans. You know they speak Spanish. <laughs>
2: It's like really? I mean, so yeah, I I, I think it's just education, just, I don't know what's wrong with it. You know, people. at
0: this point, Harry, at this point.
2: It, it's, it's, at this point, is critical right now. I don't know
0: what it is. His name is Gomez. <laughs> Gomez is not a white Anglo-Saxon name. Oh my god! I hate people.
2: <laughs> you know, you know what it is, Babs, It's that they used to, they used to putting all these white people in Latin roles anyway.
0: Well, right? yeah, yeah. So
2: you remember, <laughs> especially look at it started with Scarface.
0: Well, yes,
2: right. It he did, was, Harry. He was playing a Cuban refugee, and they, everybody was okay with Al Pacino playing because
0: it was know, Al Pacino,
2: right? Because it was Al Pacino, and he was. He he overdid the character. Well, right? of
0: course, he played to the stereotype.
2: Right. He played right into the stereotype and nobody cared. So and they've been doing that ever since. They just keep going. So <laughs> that's why the outrage. They're like, hold on, isn't that job in our pocket? <laughs> The only Latinos we want on the set is the, are you, the ones do serving mean, food. What you are
0: giving Latino jobs to Latinos?
2: <laughs> no, no. The only ones they want is ser- the ones who are serving food on the set.
0: Yeah, we only want us. We only essay. We only want you <laughs> exactly. Food. We don't want you in front of the camera. <laughs> get, go get go go get that beans and rice ready. That's what <laughs> we want. We we don't want nothing else. It's crazy. People are out of their minds. I was like okay alright people I was like so but they have Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia she makes a striking Morticia uh, a...
2: you know she's uh, changed her face a lot well, so I don't know I don't how she looks right now
0: <laughs> no, I mean when you see her as Morticia Adams she looks amazing
2: Okay. I, I, maybe well, she I really does like look it.
0: amazing.
2: I used to love the Adams family, so
0: Me too. I loved all the little, the films about them. You know, the I love the film. You know but, but if and, they, and if Raul Julia didn't die, he probably would be doing they probably had three or four of them done.
2: You know, um if they really want to be risky, they they uh should actually instead of a Wednesday show do lurch. No, I don't want to see Lurch. Lurch is dull. The dark side of Lurch. No, you see, that's the thing. He's dull until you actually see what Lurch is doing after hours. You
0: yeah, know, that's creepy, Harry. <laughs> Lurch is so a Wednesday's, name, crazy guy. <laughs> Wednesday's name is Wednesday Friday Adams.
2: Wednesday. I didn't, I didn't know her name was Friday. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday Friday.
0: Her name is Wednesday Friday. <laughs>
2: Who was the, the aunt? Didn't the they have aunt? an
0: aunt? Oh, yeah, they did have an aunt. Uh, was that the aunt? No, that was the grandmama.
2: Oh, the grandma. Grandmama.
0: Okay. Remember grandmama?
1: Yeah. Grandmama. Like bit,
2: so, and they had the, it was Adam Stanley that had the hand, right?
0: Yes, thing.
2: Thing, <laughs> I wonder if she kept thing.
0: Yeah, it's still in there. When you see the trailer, Harry, you see all the, you, see, you see you know, you see her and she's at school and, and thing is around and uh you know. So Wednesday a child Wednesday's child is full of woe. Remember that little nursery rhyme?
2: <laughs> you, you know, in my head right now I'm mixing um, the monsters with the Adams family.
0: G- Jenna Ortega is uh, playing Wednesday Adams. Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia, Luis Guzman as uh, uh, Gomez, and Jenna Ortega as Wednesday, and Isaac Ordonez as uh, Pugsley. That is the craziest name, Pugsley. I hope no one. I hope no one ever really named their child Pugsley.
2: You almost have to, right? No. It had to be, at at that time, there had to be people naming their kids after these characters. I mean, (laughs) some people named their kids Hitler.
0: What?
2: Yeah, I remember there was a...
0: There was a whole lawsuit that said somebody, somebody, in some country, they were like, no, you can't name this baby Hitler.
2: No, I think it was here that...
0: Was it here? Um,
2: they they went to... Get,
0: I think it was down south somewhere. Yeah,
2: they went to get a birthday cake and they put. They wanted to say happy birthday Hitler.
0: <laughs> oh, no. You know what? There was this case, Harry, where the hospital wouldn't let them name the baby Hitler. Hitler. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they, maybe they draw the line in Mussolini. I don't know. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> who was it, this first
0: name? Aldo- Adolf. 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 So you can just name your baby Adolf H Period and whatever your last name is I mean Adolf you're going to be an Asshole about it go all the way Right Adolf H I
2: don't yeah. know why
0: people would want to put their kid in that Position
2: Well You have well it depends on what position They're in right so If if all they do is um, Deal with Nazis So their kid would actually Have status right?
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah.
2: But, you know, people are crazy. I
0: I don't, I wouldn't name my kid that. But if you're just, you know, white supremacist fool, I guess that's attractive. Yeah. I I don't know. Why would you set your kid up to be beat up every day?
2: See, that's the thing. Every day of
0: their life.
2: They might be going to a private Nazi school or something. Well,
0: maybe. There are no Nazis.
2: Well, they uh, yeah. are, but sure, I mean, there are. They are. <laughs> They're mean, not they are. until we run into them, and it's like, well, yeah, oh, <laughs> they oh, don't crap. exist
0: until they exist.
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: Like Nazis. It's like the Nazis. Yeah, Nazis. So you know, you you deal with it. You deal with it.
2: So yeah. you know that lady, um that was doing. Oh, how how fast was she going? Ninety or. Hundred,
0: yeah, yeah. That woman who killed all the people.
2: Um, well,
0: and walked away with a little scratches and stuff. Yeah, hey, can you imagine?
2: I know. So, yesterday, I think it is yesterday in on Route Eight. Some young guy was arrested for going 130 on Route Eight. It's like what? people Yeah, 130 what? on Route Eight.
1: Can cars even go that fast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, it's never made sense to me how we have speed limits of well, in some in some states they go as high as eighty five, right? So if you have a speed limit, shouldn't your speed limit be like eight? Why are they making cars that go one hundred and eighty? Yeah, no, I don't. That's almost like because you tr- gotta try it, <laughs> right? <it's almost laughs> I don't know like where you drama. try
0: it though, like in the <laughs> desert on a on a I don't know. I don't know where you do that at.
2: Yeah, so he at seven o'clock. He was going a hundred and thirty miles an hour for about four miles until he saw the cops. <laughs> so they were chasing her. He didn't know, you know, he's like, you going so fast that you you don't see the cop. So. <laughs> So for four miles, he was going 130 miles an hour.
0: But this this young sister, man, and she was a nurse, Harry, driving a nice Mercedes, yeah, yeah. and she was well-liked and respected on her job, and she worked in the um, intensive care unit. I mean, she So the, the very people that she killed would have been the very people she would have been working on in the hospital. I, I yeah. You know, Harry, I really cannot... Con- I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry that she did this, but... I, People just have problems, man. They
2: just you know i was um I was having a discussion with somebody and and i was take I wasn't taking her side, but I was being sympathetic to her right, and um, I was like it what she didn't kill these people intentionally, and they said, but she intentionally drove that fast,
0: yeah, and she ran the light, and you yeah. know, and I think the rumor is she's been in a lot of accidents.
2: So they were like, she was intentionally reckless. So,
0: yeah, I I'm, think she was. I honestly think she was trying to kill herself or harm herself. I don't
2: I, know. So, so you know,
0: because where are you going that fast? And I don't you're, know. And you're not the ambulance driver. Like, where are you?
2: Yeah, and you I mean, run the
0: light at that high speed. I don't.
2: And the, and the ambulance driver doesn't drive that fast.
0: No, they don't Harry. They can't be reckless. I Sometimes seeing I'm like, can't, can't y'all go a little faster?
2: <laughs> yeah, but but they know that people don't listen to the sirens,
0: right? Yeah, they don't.
2: I, I, I that drives it. me crazy, right? Where people just don't move on. You're
0: supposed to pull to the side when they're yeah. coming through. Right?
2: That's yep.
0: all you gotta do. Pull to the side. Not outrun them. <laughs>
2: Yep, that's what a lot of people do. Or people <laughs> piggyback them, right? So they just, as soon yes. as the ambulance passes, they follow the ambulance because they think, now I have a clear path. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reckless people. But I, 130 know, is like really fast.
0: Those people are all dead and it's just painful. And I, and I know she's going to relive this. I wish I never would have got in my car like that. And I believe she was just going through a bad breakup with somebody. I mean, you know, just, I'm not, a, listen, th- don't call me and write me no foolishness. I'm not taking her side. I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling empathetic toward her situation.
2: Right. That's what I was doing yesterday. Cause you know, it came off as I was taking somebody's side. I, I'm not taking somebody's side. I'm just, I'm just recognizing that at any point I could be stupid, you know? So you have to always understand that you're not perfect. You may make a mistake, maybe not driving 100 maybe a hundred on maybe
0: not to the extent of murdering people, right. but it, there's a there's so many things, Harry, that could land your ass in jail, right? <laughs> if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, or you just make a oh, like you just said, you make a stupid decision. You just make a stupid decision.
2: Yeah, you know, right? So <laughs> I know it. Same thing, like Babs. That we're not taking nobody's side here.
0: Not taking anybody's it's side.
2: We're being realistic and understanding that we're human too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, I got our Reverend Orcella Hughes coming on because it's uh, Black Philanthropy Month. So she's coming on because she's the executive director of the Prosperity Fund, which is where my fund lives. Um, and they're hosting a uh, a panel discussion next week. Which I am facilitating. And I'm going to be doing it from Martha's Vineyard. Because <sighs> I wanted what? to I thought you were
2: going on vacation.
0: I am going on vacation, Harry. But I have to do this one thing for Black
2: Philanthropy Month. I'm a philanthropist
0: now, Harry. I have to, I have to show up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I feel like...
0: It's only an hour, Harry. It's an hour out of the whole vacation. I could do it.
2: That's true. That's true, because, I mean, the reality of it is I never fully go on vacation myself, right? I'm always tapped in. I know. I, um, I, I, I feel
0: like I'm going to be fully on vacation, but I'm going to do this one thing. It's only an hour, and uh, they asked me to do it. And uh, and I said yes before I even knew that um, I was going to go to Martha's Vineyard, because the house, the house is really a gift, and uh, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take advantage I am bummed about not making pundits today because I know how much Paul loves pundits. I love pundits too. We have a lot of people who really like pundits. They stop me all the time about
2: it. Well, you know, like I said, I mean, pundits. Nope. pundits, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Beth. You can't knock my my feelings.
0: No, you could be. You could be on as Harry. You no. cannot be on as Harry. Identifying as
2: black, <laughs> I want to identify as a black woman.
0: <sighs> oh God!
2: Because I feel it. My answer, <laughs> is Harry,
0: you don't like my politics, and <laughs> you're not touchy feely, so it's really going to be very challenging.
2: <laughs> I'm always touchy feely. Oh, ask Karen.
0: <laughs> oh my God. All right, that's. I'll give you that. But <laughs> not beyond that, though, Harry.
2: <laughs> no, so no, I, I know. I mean, of course, you could always zoom into where your feet up in the air doing your pedicure.
0: I know. I sure could. <laughs> I really could. If if if, if Paula allowed, I'll I'll zoom in. That's fine.
2: No, but you won't be able to see them.
0: I know that would be fun. So yeah. that's all right. When we come back, we come back strong. I'm looking forward to, uh, we, we, we are going to do, uh, poli- uh, campaign coverage night. So we're going to do, uh, uh, we're going to watch the polls like we do every year or every election, every big election. So we're going to do that. That'll be fun. People look forward to our brand of poll watching. <laughs> Yeah. Holy it's, cow.
2: It's, it's Wait, when is it? Is it November? Yeah,
0: like November, whatever. Election day, November oh, by,
2: 4th. By the way, don't forget, Babs. I'm, oh, whoa. I'm shouting out Nora right now, too. I'm on vacation soon, October. Oh, yeah. He's on vacation in October.
0: Okay. October is fine. October is fine. Uh, I just
2: reminded Paul, he just got nervous. Uh oh.
0: November election night. When is it? When is it? November. It's
2: not
0: in my oh eighth November eighth.
2: November eighth.
0: So it's a Tuesday election day. Tuesday. That should be a holiday. We should have a. Should be a holiday to vote. But then people probably won't go and vote. They go do something else.
2: (laughs) I think the NBA announced that they're taking off. Election day, so that they could encourage people to vote.
0: Oh, that's good. That's that's what's needed, Harry. Like all these kinds things, just like that. What's needed? All right, we gotta take. We gotta. You gotta call. Make the call letters. And uh, oh, do I have to have to read the PSA? Hey, Hill House class of 1974. They uh, they're having a reunion. They want to invite you. So we need you to uh, get in touch with. Um, folks uh, for the class of 74 and uh, the, we want members from James Hill house high school uh, reunion. They're, they're trying to get, get, a, get a schedule for October 22nd. So if you went to Hill house and graduated in 1974, you need to get in touch with hillhouseclass house 74 at gmail.com and put your name on the list so that you can get information about your reunion it's been a long time since y'all saw each other. And I know y'all are sitting around somewhere saying, you know, I wonder where so-and-so is. Well, here's your opportunity. Class of 74, James Hill House High School. So contact Hill House Class 74 at gmail.com.
2: That's right. So, you know, get ready. You know, you know, you, know you want people to see you. You know, you or you're wondering how that, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend looks. That you had, and you're like, I wonder if I age better than them. You know, oh, so Lord, see, Harry,
0: you know, look,
2: that's what you it's all bi- about.
0: You're just building anxiety now, nobody's gonna go. <laughs>
2: now, nobody's <going>. now
0: it's <laughs> like, never mind.
2: <laughs> you know, you want people to see you. Never, anyway, mind. never mind.
0: Never <laughs> you, mind. You're
2: listening to Love, Bad Love talk on WNHHLP. FM, your home for community radio. Let's do this.
0: Do you know if the kids have to get the COVID vaccine for school? My five-year-old starts kindergarten this year.
2: It's
1: not required, but I did get mine vaccinated to be on the safe side. There were several cases of COVID in the classes this year, and I'm happy they all stayed healthy.
2: I just keep wondering if the COVID vaccine is the right thing for my child.
1: I understand fully. And from what I've seen, there's been no major issues with my friends or their
0: children. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective, and it improves people's lives. Thanks to this vaccine, there's less spread and fewer symptoms reported by those who get infected. Now everyone over the age of six months can get it, and no appointment is necessary. Find out more at nhvvax.com, nhvvax.com. Make summer safer. Protect your family from COVID 19. Anyone over nine months old can get vaxxed. No appointment necessary. Visit nhvvax.com. That's nhvvax.com
1: for everything you need to know. I'm New Haven Health Director Marissa Bond. If you or your family have COVID 19 symptoms or think you were exposed to someone with COVID, quarantine, stay home, and get tested on day five if possible. If you have COVID, isolate, wear a mask, vaccinate, get boosted, and test it as needed. Those are the best ways to stop the spread of COVID. At this time, we are vaccinating everyone ages five and up. Stay safe, New Haven.
0: Hi, this is Babs rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org I
1: want to dance all
3: night Monday morning I'm sick of this job already From Tuesday gets here already hoping Our plans are still tight. Thursday brings a smile. Cause I won't be putting up with this book in a little while. Me and my girls, we turned it up last week. Boys love this club, cause ladies get out.
2: This is Ace Livingston, and you're listening to 103.5 FM, WNHH.
0: Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Mm-hmm.
3: Love, but it's not Cause you didn't check in his baggage He had cash and he really looked hot This song could be about Your happiness But you're so focused on his bait. You're gonna let a good catch get away This song could be about How we first met but how are we going to reminisce when you haven't got over him yet? This song could be about what you're searching for. You're looking all over town and I'm knocking on your front door. Just to be. This song could be about our wedding day, but you just had to go to see him. That decision left me in dismay. This song should be about when I got your call. Saying you weren't ready for marriage, that you couldn't commit at all. This song should be about our happy year. Then I said, when he heard you, I was there to dry your tears. This song came out, how I am a around. See, I came to my senses, putting my feet back on the ground. I was blind to me, or I'm line for you. But you didn't care, so I felt like a fool. I'm not a fool, I'm not a fool. Just could be.
0: babs love talk on babs rose ivy this is the second hour and i'm delighted to have one of my favorite people on the planet the good reverend or hughes she is the executive director of the prosperity foundation and she's here to talk about black philanthropy month in august Hello, girl. Hey, girl.
4: Thank you, Babs. It's always a blessing to be in your presence and to just be in your aura. You just exude and give off so much great energy. So thank you.
0: Thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. So it is August. It is Black Philanthropy Month. It's where uh, we remind people in the world that Black people do give.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I um, I love Black Philanthropy Month. I will have to admit that I've only been celebrating Black Philanthropy Month for the past ten years, um, and it has actually been in existence officially for almost twelve years. But as we know, Black people have been philanthropists um, since we were born. Um, we yes. were phila- we were philanthropists in Africa, and uh, even when we were brought over uh, to these United States, we remained philanthropic in our communities. Um, and so we honor, August is earmarked to honor all of that giving um, because it's time that we shift that conversation to, you know, what does giving mean and what does it mean in respects to Black philanthropy? Because we always see philanthropy and think old white men at a table that are making decisions and, you know, ph- philanthropy starts in our homes in our churches. So, the board table is not necessarily always a corporate board table. We have to start thinking about how does my family impact philanthropy? How does my church, my organization, um, and how can we as the collective continue in that same spirit and build upon it so that generations behind us can continue
0: in that growth? I love it. I love it. So, uh, I know because I've been reading up on this that historically foundations. White foundations have underfunded Black communities um, at, a, at a ridiculous uh, level. And uh, uh, and I think Black foundations um, can help stem the tide in some way um, to, yes. to get much necessary money into our communities to do the things that we say are important to us to create thriving communities.
4: Absolutely. Yes. That okay. that's a great segue into why the Prosperity Foundation was started. Um, we saw the immediate need because black nonprofits, at least in the state of Connecticut, were, like I said, underfunded and under supported. So in addition to the funding for their programs not being able to uh be funded necessarily the way it needed to be, the capacity to run them. We have so many great ideas. Um, However, that one idea is usually staffed by one person, run Mm -hmm. by one person. So we have all these great things that are happening, but the capacity and the resources we were lacking in. So when the Prosperity Foundation started and uh, immediately recognized that need, we did reach out to partners of larger white community foundations throughout Connecticut um, and so we've partnered and we have been in great relationship with um, the Grouse Day Memorial Fund, uh, the Community Foundation of New Haven, and most recently in a major support, which is the Community Foundation of Hartford, uh, which they understand that there's a reach that they can't have that they just they cannot be the black voice for some things. Yes, most things, right. Yeah. So no, and
0: that's a good point, Ursula. Ar- mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what I want these community foundations to understand: that you know they cannot be our voice. What they can do is fund the voices in our community to the tune that they fund other things, but mm-hmm. they cannot speak for us. Right. And to
4: that measure, not only fund, but then give us access. To how that funding trickulates down into our communities. Reverend Dr. Tracy Blackman, amazing activist. Um, yes. And yeah, you know her. I know you know her. I do. She just spoke at a conference I attended last week and she opened it like this Charity is giving someone a fish, justice is giving them access to the lake. What? 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 On, somebody. What? <laughs> so it isn't enough to just give me the funding, but give me the access to the whole pot, to the whole pool of funding, because I have ABC black boy and black girl who need that access, but because maybe they don't have a 501c3, or maybe they don't have a board, they don't qualify to apply for some of the granting that the larger community foundations require. But coming, talking to the Prosperity Foundation, we've already established the 501c3. We are creating the bridge between you and the larger foundation so that when the pool, like the, like in Bible that says, when the pool is third, we know how to get up from that portico, pick up our mat and go get the money to the places where it's needed.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how old is the, the prosperity foundation?
4: We are now officially seven years old. Seven. Oh yes. Uh, seven years old and 22 It's 2022. I know Now we started in 2009 as just a component fund, uh, raising money like yours, a a donor advised fund. Um, And then immediately we realized as a donor advised fund, we still didn't have ownership ownership of the story, ownership of the resources. And so that's why it was important for us to branch off from a donor advised fund giving scholarships and awards to actually becoming a community foundation in Connecticut, that has a larger impact. That means that we have a say-so in how the money is spent. Even though we have donors, the donors don't have a say-so in how we support the initiatives in, in our communities. And that was important to us. And that's why we're only one of three Black-owned and operated community foundations in the nation.
0: Are you kidding me?
4: Kid, you not. There's the Poise three? Foundation. Three? Three Black- owned and operated community foundations in the nation. There's the Penny Foundation in Birmingham, Alabama, and the Poise Foundation in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then there's the Prosperity Foundation in New Haven, Connecticut. PPP. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And we all share the same joys and pains, successes and trials that that we all feel with the lack of access to the lake, uh, with even telling the story within our own community, like, like Babs, it always amazes me how I can say something about Black philanthropy and I'll get, you know, a little pity pat from our Black community. But now, a white community can mention Black philanthropy or uh, you know moves for the Black community and Black philanthropy, and it's it's received by so many people. Like it's great. Because you know what? Them.
0: I don't think we have a real understanding or awareness of the magnitude of what that means because right. we are not used to, I don't, I don't want to speak for, I don't like to say we're not used to, but I don't think uh, we never think of, 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 a, of a black community foundation. We are just not thinking of it. No. I mean, we, Cause we never had the experience of it. Right. Hence there only being three. yeah, <laughs> because, <laughs> because it
4: is a story and it is a, <laughs> it is a pitch that's hard to get, our communities, and I don't mean just black communities. It's hard for white communities, Spanish communities to realize that, okay, black philanthropy isn't just charity work. It's not just giving, but this is a community foundation that understands the needs within their communities. We have a cultural competence that no other foundation can bring. We we understand what it feels like to apply and wait for probably a denial we we understand what that feels like and to know that that's what makes applying with us a little easier because you understand when you look at us that I look like you
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how many how many um uh how many organizations are under your fo- under the prosperity uh foundation so, donor advised funds. We have, and I
4: double, I'll probably have to double check this, but we have twenty five donor advised funds. These are people like yourself who want a legacy beyond their life, and they have you have decided. That a donor advised fund so that you can continue to make an impact in your communities. Our donor advised funds are scholarship funds, um, they are restricted funds or unrestricted funds. They are also funds that um, are directed by the owner of the fund. Um, that sometimes some people will just say, I only want this fund, th- this award to go to students at uh, James Hill House High School who are majoring in this field of work. You have a fund that's, you know, specific towards uh, women seeking justice for women when they come out of prison. So you and among the other 24 donor advised funds are those individuals who have decided beyond my life, what is my story? What is my legacy? And the great thing about your fund is that it, it's going to hit the community where you live. Mm. That's that's, even- that's what I want. Right. That's what's more important right there. And I get it that, you know, giving towards, you know, um, the larger cancer societies and this, that big organization, I get it that that's people will always be attracted to that. But will that effort hit the community where you live? Will it hit the people that look like you? Because we've always had, we've always been on the back end of receiving this support. Yes, when you open a donor advised fund with the Prosperity Foundation, we make sure that it hits exactly where you say you want it to go. You direct the Prosperity Foundation, and that's the beauty of ownership of your
0: fund. I love, I love that, and I will say this because I, I, I was like like a lot of other people. I never thought that I could be a philanthropist, and you, you are. Know, when I think a philanthropist, I think the gates and, and Oprah. And I'm no, I don't have, I'm nowhere near that. I don't have that kind of money, but you don't have to have that kind of money to make a, 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 a effort and to, to set up your own um, a, a donor advised fund. Yeah. Cause uh, you your know, heart,
3: your heart, quite will easy lead,
4: mm-hmm, your heart will lead your direction of your purpose. And you are an, ex- you are an exciting and great example of that. You knew very little about the community foundation, the <laughs> prosperity foundation. You knew very little about raising money in an endowment, but you knew what you wanted to do. Your purpose was driving you, and I couldn't believe how fast your fund was growing. We started well, like as a build a fund. Yes. And- <laughs> Just thinking, oh, okay, and I kept saying, "Well, Babs, it takes a while to raise, you know, their first five thousand dollars." You did it in like, you know, what was it two months?
2: <laughs> and
4: now, now your fund is is has grown, and I just, I, I, won't dare, you know, tell anyone what you've raised, but that's that's your business. No, I, I think it's like eleven thousand dollars. Eleven thousand dollars, and your fund right. is only a year old. Eleven thousand like, dollars. What? Hey, right. and this is. And, and what I, I love watching your fun because you have recurring givers that, I mean, understanding that that power, someone believes in your initiative forever. They've, they've decide to be a recurring donor. That's what we need when we talk about black philanthropy. We need recurring believers. We need recurring givers. If I can believe every day, I'll give every day. I'll mm-hmm. give every moment. And. This space of, of with the Prosperity Foundation really just separates us out of the big pools. Like on the big giving days, we have Black Philanthropy Month. Like, hey, we're concentrating on giving Black in August.
0: Yes, give Black. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. So, I mean, and 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 people around the country are celebrating Black Philanthropy Month. Yes, you know, people are all uh, in all sort of foundation ways. Um, are supporting and reaching out to the black community. Um, So when you're out there, Orcella, um, and you're talking about this in our communities, what, what's it like? Like, what's the response like?
4: Slow. I'll just be (laughs) very honest. Again, to my point earlier, um, the reason why there are only three in the nation is because it's, it's still a story that's hard to imagine that we're doing this and it's local. It's right here in Connecticut. Um, You know, to your point about it always looking like uh, a Bill Gates or an Oprah or someone with millions of dollars, we have forgotten the philanthropy of the heart and how the heart gives before the money gives you believe mm. the story before you pull out your wallet. And so it's about, the Prosperity Foundation continuously telling the story. I don't walk very far without talking to someone about the Prosperity Foundation. Someone says, "Oh, I hear that you. Can you tell me more about TPF?" Pull up a chair. I, I love telling how, <laughs> this, it, is how right? this is, the, is the truth. This is God's
0: honest truth. Because <laughs> I, think- I had no idea, and I was like, "Girl, I what? We? I I, I want to do something." I and I got inspired because I saw you speak about it. And in that moment, you maybe believe that I could do it. Yes. Yes. That's what it's all about.
4: It's about telling. And, but that's how all these foundations started by just telling someone, I believe in you. And guess what? Somebody else believes in your story as well. We have grown from being a donor advised fund into an independent 501 C3 community foundation because People believed in us. We had the community foundations of Hartford, New Haven, the Graustein uh, Memorial Fund, Tito's Vodka, the Nellie May Foundation. They all believed in us. Yes, I had slid in. That Tito's was definitely a found Was one <laughs> well, of now our. Now I got to him. go buy some. Now, now, got now, go by now by I got to right? them. <laughs> <laughs> and they were slated to uh, be one of our sponsors for an event when COVID hit. So uh, we are reengaging with them to see what we can do now that everyone's back in person. But it but it takes you tugging at someone's heart. And that's what I, I try to do through our newsletter, through our social media, and through small conversations. I even have it in our newsletter. Talk to me about starting a fund. Talk to me about what legacy building is in your community. And it does not take millions of dollars. I started our uh, donor advice fund at my, for- at my former church with $500. Mm. Churches with an endowment. In the black community, does not always happen, but we we can make it happen when we start talking about it.
0: I think that's a good idea because you we got a you've got a panel coming up on uh, next next Wednesday, right? To celebrate Black uh, Philanthropy Month, and you've got um, th- three or four very different um, funds who yes. are going to talk about what this means to them and why they're doing it. i uh, mm-hmm. talk about the diversity of the folks that. Put their trust and money with y'all. Um, not the panel, you mean, right?
4: Just, just in, just general. in general, right? Okay, you're right. It comes from we have one called the Spirit of Hartford. That individual decided that he wanted to start a fund to bring up the spirit of Hartford in the black community, because, you know, the stories on the news, all we want to see are the shootings. All we want to see are the closed businesses and his, his donor advice fund is all about uplifting the spirit of Hartford. Educational funds. We have that. That's like the majority of all of our donor advice funds, someone from nursing to engineering, to STEM research, um, to let me think of that top of my head. Um, uh, Agriculture, they they're all different. The point is, everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. If you have a story, you have a legacy. You have a legacy is because you want to leave something behind for somebody that follows you, even if you've never met them yet. And someone like myself, if you don't have children, this is your story, this is your legacy. What will what will people remember you by? And that's why people have decided to um forego you know, other means of remembering them and deciding to opening up a donor advice fund. And I love seeing new ideas. In fact, if you have a conversation with me and I know that you're a fisherman, I'm going to talk to you about, <laughs> hey, <laughs> how about we talk about donor advice fund to teach our kids how to, you know, this, that, I will find a reason why you need a donor advice fund because there's always a reason in our community why we need it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. we're before the '80s, I'll say before the '80s, even during the '70s, everything we did was in the black community. Yeah. we didn't go. We didn't go to Cascade. We didn't right. have. We didn't have things in Aria. Yeah, everything was at the Elks Club, the <laughs> center, the, the basement of our church. We and we've removed all of that from our communities uh, for for various reasons. But imagine if we had, as the collective, had kept our resources right in our communities. There's a, there's a reason why there's a donor there's a reason to have a donor advice fund for everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, and I and there there's a there's an a, a education component to this because as you talk to people, orsella you are oh. educating them about. Um, Legacy and and long term giving and and all those things that I think people probably know organically, but don't know in reality, like how to how to think about that. I mean, people know how to tithe, right? They know how to tithe, do they? Okay, don't get me started. All okay. right, oh, Lord, let me let me stay in the waters. So I know, but at least they. It, yeah, that's. I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's not whether they do it or not. Is that it, it? Ain't like they ain't never heard it, right? But this kind of legacy building and this kind of giving is a bit foreign, right? And
4: I'm glad you mentioned that about about tithing. Tithing is philanthropic. You believe in your church. And that's why you give to your church. You believe in God and you believe in the kingdom work that your church is doing through God's power. And that's why you give. Now, just translate that to what you're doing, whether you're a member of a um, a Greek organization or a public service organization. You believe in the work. Therefore, you give. You know what I, you know, because you know I'm a pastor. So yes. every Sunday after we give, my prayer is always this. God, I thank you for every giver, every donor, every philanthropist, every tither, because you put it all in the same level. Someone who does not know that they are a giver now knows that they are also a philanthropist. They yes. are also a donor. They are also a tither. Yes, because it's all it's 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 all synonymous. It's yeah. all synonymous. I give because I want my church or my community, my organization to have access to the lake not a fish
0: i i love that's gonna stay in my spirit girl i love, I love it. it's my mantra now uh, girl <laughs> i love I, lo- I have never heard that before yeah. and when she said it it just it silenced the
4: room because everybody was like wow
0: because <laughs> you know normally what you hear is you know yeah i can give you a fish but i can also teach you to fish i, I will want- give you a fish but no what she's saying is Give I, me the lake. Give me the whole lake. I'll figure out how to fish. Like I figure, <laughs> Give me the lake. I'll figure and out I, how to get my rod in the water. You just give me access to the yeah, lake. Exactly.
4: Exactly. That that I, I loved it. And that has been sticking with me every time I speak to someone. And I'm like, no, are you giving me a fish or the lake? Because I don't I want
0: a fish. I mean, that's, that's a very powerful, and that will change people's hearts and minds when they think of it that way. Right. Because they're so used to, well, we'll just teach people to fish. And no, you know, know. no, no. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? I don't want to learn how to fish.
4: <laughs> that, and to be quite honest, I, I only like two or three different types of fish anyway. But now you give me the lake. Now I can, I can hire somebody that knows how to fish and fish what I want to eat.
0: <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. 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 I, i I will say this though um when y'all started to to become your own um foundation community foundation um um it must have been a little bit scary a oh. little bit overwhelming uh and the, and the fact that there's only three three in the whole country mm-hmm. says we we got some catching up to do mm-hmm. so are are do you know if other places are trying to do this too or in the works to do that like how do you in, how do you invite people in other places?
1: oops
4: did I break I think I froze um there you are can, can you, you hear, hear me okay now yeah, yeah, oh, I heard, so yes sorry. okay I'm sorry uh, That's I, think all I, right. I, heard, I think I heard up until you said um it was scary and, and um, how do we get other people to... How do, you, how
0: do you get other communities to think about community foundations gotcha. in their community? How do, right. how do, you, how do you inspire? Because there's only three in the nation. I mean, that just seems
4: obscene to me. <laughs> it, it, it's very. Um, and one of, and on one of our earlier descriptions of the TPF, um, we actually said, TPF is a bold idea. You have to be extremely scared of how great this could turn out. Not, mm-hmm. it's not scared of doing the work. Be scared of how great it's going to turn out because in greatness, you, you can never, you should never be able to picture or imagine what that greatness looks like. Mm-hmm. It was literally seven of us sitting around a table with just post-it notes Writing out what is wrong, what can we do, but more importantly, how can we own the story? We have to teach Black communities to keep their story to themselves a little bit. I get that we want to overshare, but we cannot overshare all of our ideas because then it will be taken from us and duplicated and renamed something else. Mm-hmm. So be bold enough to step out on faith. But be bold enough to not be able to see what it's going to look like. I I had no idea as a as a person sitting around the table thought that I would be the executive director. Always imagine somebody else doing that work. I had no idea that you know we would be to this point where um, we are still just one of three. I pray that there are other com- pockets of community of people who will consider opening up a community foundation that is, you know, served by black people and um, operated by black people. I absolutely, but you, it it takes, it takes a whole lot, you know, for the first, I think six years, I really wasn't even paid BAPS. How many people will do this kind of work and not get paid? Whoa. Right.
0: That's a commitment. I, right. listen, I know, I, listen, I know, I, mm-hmm spent my whole and, life doing stuff like that <laughs> right and, right and then you know
4: eventually moved into the consultant role where you know they were able to um uh, uh give me a stipend every month but it wasn't anything compared to the work and and so you you have to be bold enough to be be scared that it's going to be great mm-hmm. not scared that it, that it'll fail it just there will be a lot of Failures and successes along the way, and mm-hmm. I just I just pray that people and and we also have to be um, be mindful that you will have to put your own money into it first.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: People see you put your money in it; they'll
0: believe you. I, th- I think I think you're right about that. Mm-hmm. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right about that because um, that that speaks to commitment and and your own sense of. I believe, I believe in this for myself
4: right. Right. first. Right, right. So I, I like that. Right, at church, the pastor has to be the first one to tithe. <laughs> you know, I never think about that, but yeah. Yes. And, and you know, we're the only industry where we have to tithe where we work. <laughs> and you don't tithe to your radio station, right? No. <laughs> we have to tithe where we work.
0: I love it. I love I love I love that I'm getting all this this new information about, you know, believing in in believing in the ministry, but believing in in a fun that you want to be your legacy. I, I love this for black people.
3: Yes. You I know. know
0: you I love it for black people. Um, because we have a lot of stories, as you say and there and there are things that people want to leave a legacy for maybe they lost a child or maybe they had an extraordinary grandmother or right. maybe they see little kids going to ballet school and they want to make sure that little girls can still or little kids boys and girls can go to ballet school long after you know this this moment in time
3: mm-hmm. so
0: i so there's so many ways to think about how to do this and what you do it
4: for right right Mental health—that was another one that we have a few donor advised funds, um, especially now that we are just starting to feel a lot of the residuals from being locked in during the lockdown for the pandemic. Yeah. We are just our children. I, I am. I have been given so much grace to youth, like I've never done before. I've always been a cheerleader for youth, but my level of grace has increased because of the lack of socialization they lost for a year and a half. And I even will stop a parent or not so much stop a parent, but just inspire them to say, listen, they experienced something we've never experienced before. And the mental health needs to be talked about more with our kids because for, for a year and a half, all they had was virtual friends. They did not have in-person friendships. And then even when they went back to schools, they had to look at each other through masks so they could not even see a smile. They could not see smiles of their teachers and, you know, for safety reasons, of course. But we have to realize that they just lost so much time of socialization. They need grace. And so when we when we talk about the donor advised funds, there's a space there that we can make sure that if a child needs mental health um, or they need a therapist, but their are that they found that matches them, looks like them, but does not accept insurance. We should be able to have a donor advice fund set up to say, Hey, Dr. So-and-so can see your daughter. I, I we're going to cover it through our donor advice fund.
0: I love that. That mm-hmm. is so powerful. Mm-hmm. That is, that is really for us by us. That really yes. is right. Real. Right. I, I love that so
4: much. So, so you saw, you saw the other day when I was asking about mental health therapists uh, that was for, that was for a parent reaching out. And I thank you for the list that you sent over it and for everyone who responded, but a lot of times they don't take insurance. So in those cases, yeah. it's when the community has to step in and say, here, let me sponsor you. This is, this is my donor advised fund. This is what we're going to cover the first three sessions, whatever the case is.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That mm-hmm. is for us by us for real. Right. I love it. So, so before I let you go, we got about, I don't know, five, six minutes. Or talk to me about where the future of this of the Prosperity Foundation, where do you want it to go? Where what do you want it to do? What's what's the wildest dream for it?
4: Wow. the wildest dream is looking back, and I assume maybe from heaven, or even <laughs> if I'm still here, whatever. That's just how crazy I am. I don't have to see it, but I know it. To be able to look back and I see black communities compared to, not compared, but living just like we see our Asian community, our Jewish community, the collective coming together and really being for us by us first, not last, watching us bank at Black banks that are in our communities shopping in Black stores that are in our communities, um, eating at our restaurants. And I'm not saying just one chicken spot. I'm saying several chicken spots. I'm saying several hair salons. And all of this happening in our community, we are owning our story. We are owning our legacy. And we are owning the fact that this, this, this country that was built on our backs is still ours. This is still ours. And this is still our, our, our moment and so that, if I think about what does it look like if I look back, if I had to look back from, the end, you, in, um, from years from now, I, I just want to see Black excellence in
0: everything. Yes. I. You know, my, my favorite thing to say now is Black is luxury. No, <laughs> a, black, baby, is luxury.
4: Absolutely. Black is luxury. That's right. So, that's so right. I'm saying it everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, there, and, and again, it's also to make sure that, we we just like we have to go into other communities and support them, we have to do that as well. We have to invite other communities into the black community so that they'll see that this is really excellent. A story and a narrative that was created for us is not our story. And we're starting to do that, but we have to we have to really take charge of our narrative, our story, and really share it in a way that honors our ancestors and honors our history and honors our
0: legacy. Mm. And with that note, we are celebrating um, Black Philanthropy Month. And uh, it is good to see you, Reverend Narcela Hughes, it's the Executive oh, yeah. Director of the Pro- Prosperity Foundation, where my fun lives. Woo-hoo! Yes, girl. Thank you very much for being a partner in Black Philanthropy
4: oh, no, with girl. the Prosperity Foundation.
0: Thank you. You know, you know, let me tell you something. I had forgotten it was a year ago until it popped up in my Facebook feed. Because I was thinking it was September. So I was in my mind like, okay, I need to probably raise a little more money and start getting in gear. And then it popped up in my Facebook memory. I was and like, you, oh. It's- yep. <laughs> yep. August 2nd, 2021.
4: Is- yes. and I you saw are- it on the porch. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and you are endowed, girl. A year later, you are endowed. And I'm very happy. And that's the
0: beauty thank you thank Thank you and your team for walking holding my hand answering my questions walking me through this sending out my thank you notes I'm so (laughs) so grateful for uh for the opportunity to do this it it really is one of my it feels like one of my greatest accomplishments Mm. I must say in my whole life I never thought I would be one of these people and here I am one of these people who has a who, who is i can add philanthropist you about to, to say you put the
4: words right out my mouth <laughs> i going to say make sure you add philanthropist to your titles yes yes girl yes a, when i, I
0: so when somebody read it i'm gonna look i'm like put it in there so i can hear it yes so i can hear it i mean right. i i love all the other things but to hear philanthropist it's just it's just a dream come true proud of you babs very proud of i'm proud of you so thank you so much
4: thank you but it's time you always leave space for black excellence and i'm glad to be in your circle oh i love you
0: girl and i will see you out here in these streets yes all right love (laughs) thank you all right harry play us out and y'all you know what support black philanthropy month y'all know how to go find the prosperity foundation they're on the uh facebook page they've got I think y'all have an Instagram account. Do you have an Instagram account? Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah, so go find them and uh, be be about it. So thank you. I see be y'all blessed, soon. Be black. Be good. <laughs> Get black. <laughs> thank you,
1: Harry.
3: My light filling into the mist still it with spinning spinning the the spinning the spinning spinning the